1: Now it's a great point. There's a discussion on the Ag Up Equipment text line about whether Mississippi State would have a couple more. You could do this with Ole Miss with Hunter Elliott. Okay, we can we can do this, and this is legit. I mean, these are good. These are really good players. It's not like when somebody, you know, we have solid players, and there's nothing wrong if you're solid in the SEC. You're amazing, but we also have to talk about AJ Browns, Jeffrey Simmons. And, you know, y'all know the drill last year with the old Miss run with Gonzalez and Elko and, you know, Hunter Elliott and Delucia and, and many others, but there are guys that just are difference makers and you have to ask the question if Aaron Nixon was healthy and Mississippi State had two or three more wins and if Hunter Elliott was healthy and they had two or three more wins with the way that everybody is bunched up outside of the top three teams, I mean you're in. I, I, what I'm saying is you're in the mix. You know, if Mississippi State had seven conference wins and Ole Miss had five right now, it's just a it's a totally different ball game. Yep. Totally different. Uh I know, you know, I could go back and 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 do this revisionist history all day long, but the bottom line is Mississippi State had some games they could have closed out with Aaron Nixon and they didn't. And uh, Ole Miss would love a guy who could at least give them six. And Hunter Elliott. Um, Mike Bianco was quoted again last night saying that he had a bullpen with Lafferty. And he was going to find out how it went when they got back from Arkansas State, Jonesboro. Almost got snowed in there once. I had to go (laughs) up and measure a hotel in 2001 or 2. It snowed so much. I got back to Memphis. It was the weirdest thing. I got back to Memphis and, and I mean, snow, and you had to get across that bridge. I can't remember the name of it or whatever. So it was it was probably by then about seven, it was dark, seven o'clock at night or something. This is when I was traveling a lot. And um, I mean, cars from Jonesboro to Memphis, there were cars all over the road. And I was in an SUV then. I don't know why I didn't slip around, but anyway, I got lucky, got to Memphis, Checked in a hotel, went to Outback Steakhouse. Because I was like, I need a steak and a beverage after that goat rodeo. And I sat down and I sat right beside one of Jackie Cheryl's assistants who was on the road recruiting. That's this has funny. happened to me my whole life. That's funny. Anyway, uh, back to Aaron Nixon and Hunter Elliott. Uh, it is something to think about there. We are the Out of Bounds Show, 105 down the zone ESPN. Uh, the show is brought to you by your next John Deere tractor at Ag Up Equipment. Our text line is 601-885-3776. Uh, on this Wednesday, we will highlight the Cuban sandwich at Two Brothers. Uh, the show is also presented by the Purple Mattress from any of the Muskelly Sleep Store locations muskelly furniture uh Miskelly sleep stores we love our purple mattress they have an unbelievable selection and inventory of many many manufacturers that are all excellent just depends on what you like and what you want but uh Wendy and i love the purple mattress from Miskelly sleep store and we highly recommend if you are in the market in the next month two or so on to go try it out lay down and all that kind of stuff. And I think you'll love it. We do. And I was worried because Wendy loved our mattresses. Our mattress. But uh, we made the switch and it's been awesome. Powered by the purple mattress from any of the seven Muskelly sleep stores. All right. Woo. Tom Bill at 830. Hello. And then Dave Bartu at 930. Bartu's been on the, he's still on the sports gambling thing. I made the mistake of calling him last night. And I was on the tail end of my night Uh, because I start, you know, it was about 835 or 40. And I'm thinking there's a shower in my future and I'm laying down and it's 640 Bartu's time and the numbers nerd, you know, and so he started just rolling on all this stuff. And I could tell he was, I could tell he was on a, Excel spreadsheet or something and do it numbers. <laughs> and he said, I, I, "I've been betting the, the NBA for the last three weeks, and and I've hit fifty five percent." And here, blah, 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 and I'm going, I should have texted him, I shouldn't have called him. And so he's coming on. He was probably up till about three thirty in the morning, and we're hoping that he'll get up and join us at nine thirty on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line.
0: Bar two feels like one of you know how you meet people and you you go wow, that guy's really X, but it doesn't necessarily fit what he does all the time. Right. You're like, you meet a salesman, and you're like, that guy could be, you know, a great whatever mechanic. It, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Bartu feels like he should have been like a, I don't know, high up government scientist or something. Like, like I get I get like crazy, mad experimental scientist vibes from Dave Bartu. Not, yeah. I mean, it makes sense that he lives out in the woods and like eats... You know rattlesnake jerky and yeah. and picks his bark. Own, yeah, picks his own bark for organic tea. bark. Yeah, um, all that fits his vibe, but he just he's so mathematically inclined. I'm like, shouldn't you be like doing something crazy in like nuclear science and in, in the government or something like? Man, <laughs> he got burned
1: in the corporate world and he ain't going back. I mean, he had a big balling job out of Oregon, and uh, he's obviously, as you just described, very very bright and he was with a fortune 500 company and he felt like he got burned and he does his own thing now and it has worked out i was gonna
0: say it's doing okay but uh
1: yeah no he um he's not he told me um well we we talk all the time as you know but but uh, this was within the within the last six months and he was like dude i i can't work for anybody now i mean I've, i've 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 been off that that deal for fifteen
0: years. He's a free range chicken. Yeah, you can't put a free range yeah, chicken. Yeah, he's back like in the, I'm. The I, I, I just yeah.
1: I can't. I, I I could never walk in a building and and clock in yeah. or not even you know. But well, kind of. But you know what I'm saying. Yes. He just couldn't be in a. Yeah. Whether it was a small three story building or a or a large, whatever. Could you imagine him in a tie? No, but <laughs> you know what I do wonder. <laughs> I think he may have caught the last um phase of the tie stage. Yeah. Because he's older than me. So I think he finished Oregon, the University of Oregon in business school in '94. Yeah. So that was still rip Peak roaring tie, tie yeah.
0: you know, pleated khakis. Yeah. Loafers. Everybody had to look like madmen. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. 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 Which like at times I go, hey, that's cool. Everyone looked amazing. Uh But then I go, I don't want to deal with putting that on every day, especially in the South. Like if you live up in Oregon, I could see wearing a suit every day is not that big a deal. It's it's pretty cold all the time. Yeah, it's chilly. Yeah, but down here, you want to wear a three-piece to work every day? Well, that's over, you know, and
1: you and I wear pullovers. Um, Now, I do, we look nice when we meet with with clients, but. uh, Speaking of things that are over.
0: I mean, most of them. Okay, What's over? The honeymoon stage. For Lane Kiffin. You think it's over? Here's the thing. I kept thinking about this, and we talked about how the nine and a half million kind of could recreate that because it's not like his job is in jeopardy. No. But I'm getting a <sighs> Mike Bianco-ish vibe from Ole Miss fans towards Lane Kiffen in that, okay, now that you're getting paid and now that you've been here for a minute, we have certain expectations. And every time you don't meet those expectations. The, not annoyance factor, but the frustration factor ratchets up, right? Like Bianco set expectations. Then once he's, those expectations were set, Ole Miss fans said, okay, well then now you need to win a title. And then it didn't happen. And it didn't happen. And it didn't happen. Right. Ole Miss fans, we've listened to the, we've seen the message boards. We've listened to people. The Lane Kiffin, nine and a half million. The Sugar Bowl, the the offensive success. We we listen to Juice podcasts. Kiffin. Yeah, right. We listen to podcasts over the off season. We've talked to people there is an expectation of qualifying for a playoff. That's not a honeymoon phase. That's a rubber meets the road time to put up or shut up phase. Fair enough. So I wonder how this three yeah. QB situation playing in with Kiffin's now new expectations and the focus that will be on every loss because of nine and a half million dollars, how that plays a role in Kiffin's coaching and kind of how the season unfolds. You know that I think that those are really good questions because
1: he went, he went pretty heavy riverboat gambler at times last year, all three years, Um, three years really. Now he was playing with all the house money in the world. That will start to dissipate, I guess,
0: right at some point, if I argue it has already. Yeah, there's no house money left. Yeah, not when they pay you nine and a half million dollars. So he he did. He went he went heavy river. Now
1: the one thing he did in the egg bowl, the battle for the golden egg, is he kicked some field goals at times. Um, now against Texas Tech, he just went crazy, man. He just didn't he didn't care, and he was frustrated. he was already frustrated with the way the season ended, and he already had the contract, and he basically was like, I'll do what I want. Um, but, and, and let's just be honest. He should have punted a couple of times. And 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 to see, if they cared about winning the game, if Correct. they didn't, fine. Correct. I mean, whatever. Everybody's got their own deal. It's a bowl game. And it it, it's fun to win. It's not the end of the world, but it, it's still fun to win. And, I it, mean, Arnett getting that win... I think really, really. Of course, he was. He's in a different spot. It was his first game. Correct. Different situation. Um, yeah. So you know, again, like you said, Lane had already been to the Outback and Sugar. Let me let me go back to to where we were going there.
0: He did kick some field goals in the in the State Ole Miss game. You you saying he recognized he had to coach to win, not coach to score? Yes. He is very aware of that game. More more, you know, he understands how
1: important it is. Arnett does too. Um... But uh, he he did he kicked. Remember he, they went down the field. And they went up three nothing. Yes, I
0: I thought they'd go for it. Yeah. All, every time inside yeah. the third. I mean it was sixteen to seven at one time. I mean they were kicking field what if goals. That's, yeah. What if that's twenty to seven or twenty one? You know. Yeah. I'm with you. So he, I, he, I he I think he he thought
1: there's no way they score enough. They can score enough. Yep. We've got this thing figured out. And then his offense started. Sputtering. You know they shut it down yeah. the first two years he was there. Yeah. Different defensive coordinator. Um, and with Will Rogers turning the ball over the way he did, I mean, it was Ole Misses to, you know, State tried to give them the game yeah, um, several times. So that's a good question. And why why did Spencer Sanders choose Ole Miss? And why did Ole Miss choose Spencer Sanders? Yeah, so that's a great point. Yeah, So did he not have any more suitors? We asked that question in January or February. Because of what? His shoulder. So coming out of, he missed... Four or five games last year. I don't think it was quite that many, but he did. He did come back too soon. I looked at his whole thing when he when he was coming mm-hmm. to Ole Miss, um, and he tried to. He, he was having a good year. He got hurt. He tried to come back. It didn't work out. Somewhere along the line, uh, along the way, Gundy got frustrated with him, or they got frustrated with each other. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, because he's a hell of a football player. Um, and I, I, again, I don't know. I don't know if what well, hey, you look. Gundy is a, you know, oh man. Gundy
0: is an old, crotchety, you know, football coach. He's more religiously rural than Dabo. Yes. Like he's Dabo, but even more that way. Yeah. I mean, he's just hardcore. Old school. Yeah. Yeah. So it was not surprise But Spencer me. Sanders was amazing at Oklahoma four State. Four-year starter. You yeah. don't play all four years. I mean, it's kind of like and, Will. You can take shots, but if you play four years, that's impressive. Oh, Will. Will's
1: done a hell of a job. Did he – I mean, I have to recognize, did he turn the ball over against Ole Miss? Like I just said, that wasn't – yes. Okay, but Jackson Dart was turning the ball over some last year. I mean, but Will also made about five plays in that game that if you don't have him, you lose. You lose. <laughs> um. Back to Spencer Sanders. I don't think he had any more suitors. I don't know what happened with Ian Gundy in the end. It it looked like, to me, he gave the program everything he had. And he was obviously hurt because he's still hurt at Ole Miss. So,
0: I I find it hard to believe that Gundy didn't think that he was hurt. So, so let's... Okay, if Spencer Sanders, we know, was banged up, and now we've seen reports at Ole Miss that he clearly is still feeling the ramifications of that injury, then why, if you're Ole Miss, I get why Spencer Sanders says, hey, a power five, not only a power five, but an SEC school not named Vanderbilt offered me an opportunity to come play quarterback. I'm taking it. So I get the Spencer Sanders side of saying yes. On the flip side, if you're Ole Miss, if Spencer Sanders really isn't being that coveted, which evidence would tell us he wasn't, then why are you paying what you paid to go get Spencer Sanders when you paid to go get uh, Jackson Dart the year before and you're still paying to keep him, and you paid to go get Walker Howard. Why do you pay to get Spencer Sanders? Well, who I, has less one than of the year? answers is if one of them gets hurt, you've got a
1: surefire, bona fide, maybe arguably the best backup in college football. Mm. If he stays
0: and if he's healthy. Yeah, I don't know what he's going to do this summer. This whole situation just seems so backwards from what normally happens in football. But it's also the whole transfer thing is new. We've just never seen it. I guess we've seen lots of weird transfers through the first couple years, but this is the first time we've seen a team load the boat on the QB position the way they have. It's never happened in the history of college football. Leave it it to Lane and Ole Miss to do this Over a million dollars. Yeah, a million dollars in the position. Yeah, well over. Yeah, that's crazy. I know. And if you paid for a broken commodity, I mean, was that money well spent? That's a good, you know. I don't know what all they knew. Okay. It was probably a bang bang thing. Had to be. And you don't know how wanted he is. That's the problem, right? On the open market, his age. It's just like in the NFL. Yeah, right? because the agents are lying to the other teams
1: constantly. Okay, well, just we, like we, in well, we we we've got this team's offering forty k. They're not. They, they don't. But even, you don't
0: know. They don't even know who you are. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 They. So. So the agents. They're not really agents. They're more handlers, but. But everybody's claiming to be an agent this day and age. It's a fancy word, and so uh, it's just there's so many agents and handlers that have now flocked to the deal uh, that are they couldn't they couldn't run an Arby's drive-through line, (laughs) okay? Seriously, I mean, have you you been around these guys? Good lord, I've seen them. All you have to do is go to the Mississippi State, Ole Miss locker rooms after the game. They're outside. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's not a, it's not an impressive group. There's zero doubt about that. It's not the lady who just represented Jalen Hurts. (laughs) Yeah. Nicole Smith. Yeah. That's, that's accurate. No,
0: Nicole Lynn, Nicole Lynn. Excuse me. Uh,
1: Uh, out of bounds. I do know a Nicole Smith (laughs) out of bounds ESPN 1059, the zone brought to you by the purple mattress from any of the Muskelly sleep store locations, Muskelly's.com. The one, the only purple grid. Groundbreaking no pressure gel technology is the star of every purple mattress. The purple mattress from Miskelly Sleep Store. I want to say good morning. Welcome in. Uh, we've got Tom Lugan Bill coming up here at 8.30. Um, I don't put a lot of stock in, in spring games, uh, you know, maybe in 1991. But uh, I, I agree with the coaches that hold most of their players. And, you know, you're trying to rep out some people and, and stuff. And you can get some work done and, and production. But, I mean, Ole Miss didn't even tackle anybody in their spring game. So, tell me what really happened. I mean, yeah. I know they scored 105 points, but nobody was allowed to tackle anybody.
0: I mean, it was a pillow fight. Right? I guess you got to see Walker Howard and Jackson Dart throw the football. That was about... Against air. Yeah. I mean, to some extent, I'd say, like you said, about all, like, outside of an injury occurring, I don't know, I mean, what do you take for, it's like when somebody comes into baseball season and they say, oh, well, he really, he was really hitting the ball well in fall ball. Like, okay, I don't, what does that mean? (laughs) He's he's really pitching well in fall ball. Like, what does that mean? That means nothing. Like, spring game is the same thing. I guess you like to see that they ran a reverse for Tulu Griffin if you're Mississippi State. You say, oh, they know he has he's a weapon. That's good. Right. If you're Ole Miss, you go, Hey, Lane Kiffin wants to have fun. That's good. But he told you himself, he's like, we were there to be entertaining. Absolutely. Which maybe should be the approach. No, Lane's approach is right. It's about selling tickets and
1: getting people excited and you scored 105 points. So maybe that's maybe that's the approach. I mean, I'd play eight people on D. Yeah. Seven, maybe. <laughs> Eleven on offense. Not letting anybody get tackled, just score a bunch of points, and I can't believe people go just go full. Seven I mean, outside. I got asked to go Saturday. I took my daughter to lunch and in um, Starkville, and, start, and um, a friend of mine. Well, then I had some people in the program anyway. They're like, "You want to go?" And I thought I may go. And then I went to lunch. Then my cousin was in from Denver, Colorado, and by then he was at Two Brothers, and I was like, "I'm not going."
0: Do you know how many it. people went to the South Carolina spring game? Because Shane Beamer went on this big 58, hole. 58,000? 51.
1: That's, that's pretty impressive. That's
0: insane. So I get how Nick Saban was able to do it at Alabama, like right when they started winning. Yeah. Like 9, 10, 11, 12. Of course, people were going to go to the spring game because it's like, hey, we're winning championships. He can't get anybody at non conference games anymore. Now. Yeah.
1: No. And he's he, mad. At, he doesn't understand people don't want to go watch them play Wofford.
0: And win 73-6. to six. He broke the scale is what happened. Right. He, he went too far, and now the expectation of success is so high that it's like Vanderbilt baseball. They're like, well, we just show up in Omaha. Alabama fans are like, well, we'll show up for a few SEC games and, and we'll go to the playoff. Oh, now let's get into this. You mentioned it before the show in our prep.
1: Uh, we are the Out of Bounds show driven by your next John Deere tractor at Ag Up Equipment, baby. Any of the Ag Up Equipment dealerships? In the state of Mississippi, including Ag Canton, Ag Pearl. Manage Your Family Land Farm Hunting Camp, driven by John Deere. America's Tractor, agup.com. So, three-humped camel on our text line. We were talking about how Primetime has Colorado just in a buzz. Primetime? Primetime, Deion Sanders. They're selling out their... Uh, their spring game they're all excited he's got like 45 transfers coming in i'm not i'm not kidding that's real 45 transfers coming in three-humped camel has a buddy taking his family from rochester new york to colorado for 5 days for the colorado spring game hopefully that's a late uh spring break for that area too that's incredible
0: that is incredible yes that's <laughs> I can. That's think what of prime time's done. Infinitely more things I would do than travel to go see the spring game of any team. Period. Okay, now you're gung ho. Let me ask you this because
1: I can't think of anything more miserable. But 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 I think I would do it if I was in LA. All right. Oh, Ooh. would you go to a Dallas Cowboys late July, early August practice? Because those are all open. Only here's the you only know, the, way the, I'm the going. college football thing to do this day and age is very CIA. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Navy
0: SEALs. Even though everyone's running the same six right. plays anyway. <laughs> they don't let anybody,
1: you know, so all the media that lives on campus in Oxford and Starville goes out there for 15, not lives on campus, lives in the town. They go out there for 15 minutes and then they interview the coaches afterwards. Yeah. Would you go to a, multiple Dallas Cowboys practices? Only
0: if I was literally in the hip pocket of like Makota or Hellman, i.e. got full access. I'm not going I got as a fan. I got it. If I can go as a media member, sure, and I get full access, and I get to just like be in the hip pocket of someone who covers the team like that, for sure. Wouldn't you? Uh, Let me put it this way: If Southern Cal offered me that same exact opportunity, I'd do that. There are a few places I would be willing to go if I got full access. Okay, Southern Southern Cal. Southern Cal, just to see the pageantry, the the kind of the craziness and the celebrity nature of it. Did I tell you the story when I was in L.A.? And you met – what quarterback was there?
1: Matt Um, Barkley? Yes. And I was trying to find um, Ed Ogeron and Lane Kiffin. Yeah. Lane had just taken the job. Yeah. I was there for the Grammys. It was in February, and they were out. It was when the February signing day was still big. And I went into the football building, and Matt Barkley took me up to uh, Lane Train and Ed Ogeron's office at Southern Cal. And they weren't there. But, like, there was a bunch of other – you know, it was a buzzing time, yeah. and they had just, you know, he took it so late. Remember Pete Carroll took that job to go to the Seahawks? The Tennessee, like in late
0: January, Yeah, the, uh, mid-January? Tennessee signing day fiasco. Yeah. Remember the phone and calls? And then Lane yeah. took
1: the job and grabbed Ogeron. Uh, you would like that. I mean, Heritage Hall's a dump. They built a new one, you know, the last few years, but Mississippi State's and Old Misses was so much nicer. Tom Luganville at 8.30 and uh, Dave Bartu at 9.30 on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line.